You are listening to a CJTR podcast. Hello, I'm Sonia Stanger. You may remember me from such radio shows as The Greatest Story Ever Hula and They Came to Burgle Carnegie Hall. <laughs> I'd like to welcome you to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for TV and movie lovers. Hi, Hi guys, it's me, Sonia. So, oh my God, Sonia. I, I know you thought Troy McClure was in the office just then, was. but he's not. <laughs> I'm your lady host, Sonia Stanger, and with me as always are the co-hosts who haven't aged a day in 30 years, rebellious uh, skateboard riding preteen Jeremy Legui, and the world's smartest baby, Sean Denham. I'm trying to make a squish this out. I'm trying to make a this out. In case you hadn't already guessed, today we are talking about a boundary-defying series that has been influencing the TV landscape for 30 years. The Simpsons. Da, 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 da. Whether or not you have <laughs> watched TV at any point since 1989, chances are that you know The Simpsons. From being appointment TV throughout the 90s to becoming a permanent fixture in the after-school landscape of children across the decades, this satirical animated sitcom is a long-standing snapshot of American culture in this century and the last. Basically, it's kind of a big deal. Or was... We'll get into that. Ooh. So, boys, firstly, I want to know, what is slash was your relationship to The Simpsons? Currently, my relationship is zilch. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I saved the last week where I snuck onto Disney Plus and mainlined mm-hmm. a lot of Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, not a lot. But in high school, um, you know, the after school half hour it was so great except that my parents were a little you know they didn't love it because once my brother saw treehouse of horror and had nightmares forever and i was so mad at him for for being like for being scared because he affected my viewing because they were like they wouldn't let us watch after that yeah they didn't understand (laughs) so thanks a lot ian yeah, Ian. Come on, Ian. Enemy of the show, Ian. I met you this weekend, so now I feel like I can say thanks a lot, Ian. Yeah. Ian. We're going to blame him for so much stuff. Uh, I, too, am divorced from the show. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I recall uh, an episode titled Pie Man, mm-hmm. uh, and I believe that was the end of it for me. Mm-hmm. Not that, that Pie Man was bad, but that that's was the last, last one I can remember. Uh, I think that was like, it was pretty late in, like, Closer to fifteen or something. Mm. I'm not even sure. So you, that's pretty. We, I watched it a lot. My brother and I watched it a lot. Yeah. And like live on cable when it came out a lot. Mm-hmm. I would search when Pie Man came yeah, out. Yeah, do but, that. Um, yeah, no, we we like I have seen so much of it, and to try and go back at this point is just too hard. <laughs> I understand. It is a complicated emotional thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I too. I had a very deep connection to The Simpsons, as I think many, like, smart, weird kids and kids who were obsessed with comedy did. Like, I feel like that show really informed a lot of my comedic brain in so many ways. Oh, yeah. Like, just that particular tone of, like, deeply silly, but tinged with intellectualism and, like, biting satire but then coming back to it's so silly yes exactly it's like my whole sense of humor. all of those layers yeah and so as listeners may know i recently re-embarked on a rewatch of the simpsons i'm still only on like the third season Mm -hmm. um because i was bouncing around this week and watched some some more recent stuff right but it it's truly shocking just like what i remember and how much i remember and like mm-hmm. you jeremy i'm like how much of this have i actually put in my brain i think it's hundreds of hours well and i think it's the whole cable syndrome situation mm-hmm. by the way pie man season 15 wow um but uh it was honestly middle yeah middle of the series yeah. uh and and at that point like it was not good like that was it, yeah it, it was, already it had was on the decline was coming down but i think it's the whole cable syndrome of you watch a thing on sunday and it's still on every day mm-hmm. in a random order and we would watch it probably two or three episodes a day right. right like we just watched it all the time this is the thing is like why are why would i watch simpsons every day and see the same episode mm-hmm. 
hundreds of times. Like, I feel like if I turned on a Simpsons right now, it would just play, you know, Who Shot Mr. Burns? Yeah. Because that's the one that I see constantly. Yeah. It's always part one, never part two. Come on. Never part two. Give us that resolution. Who did it? I've only known through hearsay Mm -hmm. who did it, but I never got to see myself. Well, you oh. never you never actually got to see the second half of that. Do you know? No, I do well, know. I oh, do know. But smartest baby in the world. True. <laughs> um, literally last night, Sean, I was at boyfriend of the show's house, and he has cable, and so I was like, obviously, I'm gonna see what's on cable because I love to do that, just see what's on. Mm-hmm. And The Simpsons was on, and because it's now they're now playing reruns on Much Music, mm-hmm. and it was the episode Marge Goes to Jail, which. Mm. Is on is one that was on TV a lot, so it is interesting, like how those re- rotations get. Maybe decided. they just get the highest, like the ones <laughs> the that best everyone loves the most. Uh, yeah. I think they. I could be wrong about this. I think they have to package seasons to mm. sell to channels, so you might get like. Like literally seasons nine to fourteen to mm. to play in syndication for three years or something, right? Um, and I don't know what determines what they actually select to play, because sometimes things were in order. Or mm. I don't know, but uh, cable, God, it's so weird. To it's me. so weird. It's so strange. It'll come roaring back, baby. Oh yeah, well because what I think is like as more and more streaming platforms are out we're going to want the op- option to package them again because it's like, well, I want to watch some things from this mm-hmm. tr- service and some things from this service. So when I get the option for like a package, I'm going to want it. It's like we're back to cable. That's well, what I've heard. Sidebar. The issue is, because mm-hmm. I have looked into this, mm-hmm. the cable trade-off was the commercials. Right. So it was being subsidized by that. Right. And not having that is going to be a huge problem mm-hmm. because I, I can't go back. I Like there's no way... If, oh my god. If if they were like, Oh, you can do this but commercials are in like I am out. Like you paying for something with commercials, there's no way. I went when I was watching cable at my home, uh they play the superstore commercial where it's like shop like a mother. I can't they play it four times a commercial break. Mm-hmm. It's actually insane. No, I I can't go back. It's I can't not not. making me go to Loblaws. Mm-hmm. I of course shop there. Well That's I think make me. <laughs> I think what's gonna happen. Is that Sonya's correct? There'll be some sort of package deal, and then people will start stealing it again. Yep. And then there'll be another reaction to that, and mm-hmm. then hopefully they'll figure this stuff out. But and then hopefully the global warming will around. just wipe us all out, and yeah. we'll Ooh. circumvent the problem. Yep. Uh, the children might not know this, but like, like we know now that Sim- the Simpsons is a cultural phenomenon, but I don't think the children know that it was everywhere in the '90s, like car commercials. Serial commercials. Bart, at least. Like, Bart everywhere. Bart mm-hmm. on every shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, doing the Bart man. <laughs> doing oh, the no. Bart man. Um, okay, so what do you think it is about a show that centers around a middle-class, dysfunctional, yellow cartoon family that makes it so appealing? Like, what makes the show so special? I, like, I don't know. I feel like it has to do something with how appealing the world is that they live in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because like there's so many like it's so comforting to like turn on an episode and know literally every person you're just Mm -hmm. like there's patty and selma and like there is professor frank like you know pretty much everybody like they'll they'll introduce a new character for one series or like for one half hour and then like lisa makes a friend or whatever and then they're gone but, like, there's just, like, hundreds of characters that are fully the townspeople. Mm-hmm. And that's so comforting. You Cute. just, like, can rock right by them in the street. Um, I think it's two things. Mm-hmm. I think there, at least when I was a kid, there's, like, a hint of taboo. And yeah. I know he's never understood, like, you know, I had friends whose parents would never let them watch it. And I was like, are you talking about South Park? Like, mm-hmm. is that, like, why, why is this the line? And even my mom was like, there's nothing wrong with this. Sh- like, there's no you know issue but i think the other part of it is that it was really the first sort of cartoon sitcom Mm -hmm. and i think that was like hard for like you know it's not cartoons were for kids this is not for kids it could be for kids but it's also for adults and it's now like a proven formula that we've seen time and time again seth Mm -hmm. MacFarlane. i think that's yeah yeah what my mom also was freaked out by like the concept of like this is an adult, like I f- adult themes mm-hmm. with a cartoon, and I've never seen anything like it. And no one shall watch it. Yeah, <laughs> but it was more real themes, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there are episodes that are about children, and we, we do see Bart and Lisa a lot. 
and we see Homer a lot, but there's stuff about the whole family. Like the whole, in the first season, Santa's little helper, like getting the dog, like everyone has. That's actually the very first episode. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. But everyone has experienced something like that. Yeah. Like trying to get a pet or deciding about taking this thing in. Right. But you know, it's not like, I don't know, really obscene or like, a, right. You know, I think it's partly that it is this very interesting depiction of, um, being lower middle class mm-hmm. and the financial struggle that, like, you know, the 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 late eighties was obviously a different time financially. Like the eighties were pretty good for a lot of people, but I do think that a lot of people are very fascinated with depictions of their own financial struggles in a way that's funny, but then also very like real and smart, and mm-hmm. you know, like complicated. And then I think too. All of the, like, Homer as a character should be a full villain. Like, my father maybe doesn't hate any TV character as much as Homer Simpson. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that's complicated for, like, a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. Just in terms of, like, I don't know, dad stuff. (laughs) Just, like, he's, like, sad about the role that dads get relegated to, I think. But just, like... Homer is not a good person, and yet he is, and he mm-hmm. tries, and he struggles, and he fails, and all of the characters are very flawed, and then we all learn, and we all love each other, but then it's not, like, too cheesy. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, not too dark, but not too sweet, but, like, mm-hmm. funny, but then gets at things that are real. Like, I think it's pretty brilliant. It, like, mm-hmm. it, was, well, this- it was and has been mm-hmm. yeah. very brilliant. Yeah, and I think that there are lots of times where they dealt with something very skillfully in mm-hmm. 22 minutes, mm-hmm. and then things were okay to literally reset the next week. Yeah. You know, like, like huge things happen, people die, you, all that kind Ooh, of stuff, yes. but they still, you know, their TV changes from a square to a rectangle. Yeah. All these big changes happen. Yet it's still pretty much fresh every mm-hmm. like like again you can reset the world as many times as you right. have to and it works. Yeah, and I think there is something about how it does exist sort of outside of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which uh, is complicated. At least it's just in grade two for thirty years. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Even uh, in South Park, they've gone up in grades. Yeah. So um, there's not many. I when you were talking about Homer, like not being a sad character so i have never really seen the first season before mm. and i watched it and his voice is so outrageously melancholy oh, and yeah. just sad oh, yeah. and i was like this is not the homer like i was depressed oh yeah <laughs> it's sad. Like, whoa, whoa. and i'm glad that they picked it up because homer's like eternal cheeriness is kind of a great mm-hmm. like a, a great part of him mm-hmm. that he just keeps beaten being beaten down is just like happily like rising above it all the time but that character i was like this is i don't know who these people are but they're <laughs> they're a bummer yeah yeah like, it is interesting the shoplifting episode like it's just such yeah. a hard thing to walk like you know it's it's a sad thing but you know they deal with it and you move on mm-hmm. and again next week it's like it never happened because right. it didn't that's wild and, like that <laughs> philosophical epi- the episode i watched in season one is like lisa is depressed oh yeah and just like not really. She's like, I don't really have a reason. I'm just sad. Mm-hmm. And then she like meets Ben Gums Murphy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, her the whole plot of this like is just that Lisa is depressed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, these are this dark times in the yeah. first season. Yeah, it's pretty real. Um, okay, so we are now at the. Sonia and Jeremy argue portion of the show. I'm just gonna let check. it be good. And Sean can interject himself as Okay, so this question, as boyfriend of the show said, is, "Well, that's a mouthful." That question you wrote there. It is, yeah. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, it's an essay question, basically." <laughs> I mean, can I cut it down? Not really, because no, I want to give context. It. Okay, yeah, no. we're gonna talk about the show in a political context. So, my opinion is that from the beginning, the show has been full of political commentary and 
very irreverent in its takedowns of the rich and powerful. Um, last year, Indian American comic Hari Kondabolu released a comedy documentary called The Problem with Apu, which was a critical look at the fact that one of the show's only recurring characters of color, Apu Nahasapima Pedalon, which is not a real Indian last name, is voiced by white actor Hank Azaria. And his voice is like truly one long racist joke. Mm-hmm. And the show's response to the documentary was a bummer, pathetic, inadequate, or as many critics said, quote unquote, toothless and sad. Uh, one might have many opinions, and I definitely do. So, what do you guys think? <laughs> wowza, wowza. Yeah, so that's my should I go question. First? Yeah, please. Okay, all right. I, I had to. I will, so first and foremost, mm-hmm. this is another aside. I have a problem with the problem with a poo. Okay. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should watch it. I think that they present a problem and then solve it, and then the last, not half, kind of becomes this weird thing about Hank Azaria needing to go on to the movie to justify it, mm. which I thought was weird. I just thought that was like a weird, because there's no positive in for Hank in that at all. I don't agree with that but so okay i just want to backtrack to the part where you said they find a solution they do yeah what is it there needs to be more representation of indian people in on tv but that's not the whole solution the problem with a poo yeah is yeah that when he was on air there was only one depiction of this of an entire half of a planet Mm -hmm. and that is the issue and they're they're what happened to them was very real, mm-hmm. and I'm not discounting that, and it is absolutely fair for them to have a problem with this. Mm-hmm. It is not the Simpsons' fault. Mm. It was not made to make them upset. They weren't like, hey, let's make this because we want to be jerks to this group of people. Well, that, but that's the whole point. Is what? That it's a complete non-consideration from a white perspective mm-hmm. Of the fact that there would be any real world implication for people of color. So just for people who mm-hmm. haven't seen the documentary, yeah. um, oh, yeah, they, they interview, <laughs> they basically, um, so he's an Indian American comic and he talks about mm-hmm. how, um, he has a problem with, as many people do, the fact that Hank Azaria, a white actor, uh, voices Apu, who again is one of the only recurring characters of color on the show. But- well, first of all, and is the only real immigrant representation on the show, and he is very much a broad stereotype. He's literally a convenience store clerk whose oh, yeah. whose accent is a joke about Indian accents, and who, for most of the show, is either subservient or tricky in terms of like his business practices, and any storyline that he has falls within these really stereotypical boundaries of what a quote-unquote Indian American Mm -hmm. person's life looks like. And so the criticism in the documentary, um, I thought it was really interesting how he interviewed a lot of different cultural figures who are um, South Asian or of South Asian descent. Um, And basically, universally, they talked about how Apu was a tool um, for bullies to bully them in Mm -hmm. their lives and how many times they had heard, like, thank you, come again, in that specific voice, and just how that was, like, turned against them. Mm -hmm. So to come back to your point, Jeremy, I don't care, frankly, that The Simpsons wasn't trying to hurt anyone's feelings Mm -hmm. by doing it. That stopped being a good excuse in, like, 2004, I would say, when it comes Mm -hmm. to racist things. Um, (laughs) Just just to say that. Yeah. Um, And so, and it's actually, like, the thing is and i just did some this is funny but like i recently did this training on like workplace harassment Mm -hmm. and one of the principles that we learned in that training is like it actually doesn't matter what the intent of the person was it's the effect on the person which is a very basic thing Mm -hmm. and so like yes you're right that it's not the simpsons fault Mm -hmm. that culture otherwise completely lacked another south asian figure But their response is actually the part that makes me really mad. But I will let you mm-hmm. continue to talk because I did interrupt you, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. My 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 whole thing here mm-hmm. is that, like, because their their problem, the Simpsons' problem with what happened is at one point they were lauded for what they did, right? They they everyone thought this was such a good thing because they put a guy in. That's what happened. 
they they got awards and stuff. It was weird. When? In like 95. Oh, because oh. there was no other representation. Right. So the solution to the problem is always mm-hmm. more people need to make more stuff. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he has made a documentary out of this is like a stun- a stunning example of how you should react to this. Right? Mm-hmm. Like like not embrace it, you know, fight it, do whatever. What they should do with the poo at this point is get rid of him. Yeah. Or fix him. Yeah. Right? Like the like yeah. there's no my big issue with Hank Azaria's involvement is that he's just doing a job, right? Like he got paid to do a thing and it's stuck. So regardless of how he feels about it, Fox wants it and Fox is doing it now, Disney, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I like he's so far removed from. I But I just don't know, like, like I, the, I just think that that is so. Like, that just lets him, that just gives him no accountability for what he does. Because, like, they show like this at multiple. To work? Like, is no, that... I'm not saying he should refuse to work, but, like, he has a say in what he does. He's a very rich and powerful actor. Like, right, come, okay. Come, come on. Fame, I come didn't on. say famous. Let's give him a B minus. Right, but, yeah. like, you know, he is, <laughs> he is a well to do yes. white man in America who works mm-hmm. in the entertainment industry and is well known and f- yeah. like forever loved because of his role in the Simpsons. He is not someone who is in like danger of losing his job on the Simpsons for mm-hmm. standing up for something that's correct. Mm-hmm. And my issue with Hank Azaria is that he actually is oh he is so he's very two faced about this whole situation mm-hmm. because there was um, an article in medium in like 2017 about whether or not it's time to retire Apu, in which he basically said he admitted for the first time that it did make him uncomfortable mm-hmm. and, you know, said like, yeah, maybe that is something we should look at, but then mm-hmm. never said anything about it again, continues to do it, continues to profit off of it, which is part of the key thing in terms mm-hmm. of his accountability. He's literally making money for this racist stereotype that he mm-hmm. performs and, and he will do it like there was a commencement address where he pulled yeah. out the voice. Anytime he's on a podcast or radio show, mm-hmm. he loves to pull out the voice. Like he does it gleefully. Mm-hmm. So it's not this thing where like, oh, the oh Fox is forcing him at gunpoint to do this broad stereotype. Right. And this idea that like it's oh, it's all the show, it's not him, mm-hmm. he's protected from it. I just don't do you think it doesn't hold ra- water. Do you think he's a racist person? Like, do you I don't know. Be- I don't think that he a- believes in the stereotype he is p- portraying. Mm, it doesn't matter, actually. His his, we all exist. So first of all, we all exist in a racist mm-hmm. system, and he's a white person who benefits from white supremacy, as all of us in this room do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, his personal beliefs aren't that important to me. It's his actions mm-hmm. and what he like the way that his actions affect the lives of people of color. So, like, I mean, he obviously thinks it's funny, and one mm-hmm. of the things that really got my goat in the documentary is they're interviewing Dana Gould, who's obviously one of the, like, longtime writers of The yeah. Simpsons, like, a brilliant Actually, that was mind. that was shocking. Oh, how he, he, but, like, he just said, like, this is every character is four different things that we just leverage yeah. each, each episode. He's like, so is Mr. Burns not a broad stereotype? And Hari's like, uh, yeah, but Mr. Burns is not someone who is in a position of zero power. Like, Mr. Burns and people who fit into the Mr. Burns stereotype, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. evil billionaires, I guess, are not actively being hurt by that depiction of them. Mm -hmm. Whereas an Indian person in America in 1991 Mm -hmm. is having a hard time, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, but all right. And so, but like, so he doesn't get that. But Mm -hmm. anyway... Sean, would you like to say something? <laughs> you haven't said anything in probably ten minutes. Well, that's okay. I was like, is he even still on the show? Because I he is. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. only like I I cut a small slice of every five seasons because there's mm-hmm. as I said thirty seasons, and I actually didn't see him in the last like in the thirtieth or the twenty fifth. But um, so I don't know if they limited him or. Uh, or if he just popped up in all of the ones from my childhood and. No, you know, I, th- I think he's. Probably as frequent as So they did, like, I think two seasons ago, they had an episode where his nephew um, came to town and was, and like spoke with just a plain American accent and basically, like, in some ways addressed the criticism of Apu and said, like, you're basically a stereotype. But then it sort of resolved with um, 
like nothing changed and no one mm-hmm. learned anything and, and the show yeah. kept going. And then actually after um, the problem with Apu was released, their reaction to that, they made an episode mm-hmm. called, I wrote this down, but it's not on this page. Mm-hmm. Um, read what you may or something. I'll look mm-hmm. it up on the break. Um, that basically was just a complete rejection of the film and basically said like, you're wrong. We don't care. We're not like it just was. Uh, it didn't say you're wrong. Mm. It said that we don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but it just basically mm-hmm. like dismissed the entire question. Okay. And I did not. I thought that was. Anyway, for, for sake of time, we're going to skip to the end of the argument. Sure. So for you and Sean, feel free to intention mm-hmm. has no bearing on whether or not you feel like I understand that something could be made that someone is offended at and that is a negative I like that is but just sorry just yeah. it's not the offense that's the problem mm-hmm. it's the measurable implications in people's real world lives that's, yeah I completely agree in terms yes. of those attitudes but the intent of that does not matter to you no in if any people way, are shape, still being hurt so and also their intent I don't think is particularly yeah kind so so, so yeah. but to to go to the extreme then how do you solve the problem uh, who's not on the show anymore? But then, what happens when Italians are upset? And what happens? Like, but it's I, not at the like Italians I, are not hurt every day <laughs> because they are the people that they are. Do you know that? Are Italian hate crimes in America a huge problem? I have no idea. They're not. The answer is no. <laughs> okay, I don't. I, I'm so not this like equation is yeah. just, it's exhausting to me a little bit to be honest. Like it's like. There isn't always an equation of Mm -hmm. like, well, so what are we going to do about these people? This is one that we've identified that a large group of people has said, this hurts us. Mm -hmm. So why don't we change that one? Or like try. Why Mm -hmm. don't we try moving towards that? So again, from a maker's perspective, Mm -hmm. you are now changing what you are now dictating what someone else has to make. And that's where I start to get. Yeah. That's where Jeremy's walls are. Mm-hmm. Because as a guy who makes things, people shouldn't be able to say whether or not I should be allowed to. It's not that you should be allowed to, but I'm saying I will mm-hmm. continue to have a problem with the show. Then why are you watching it, Sonia? We got to go to break. We got to go to break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it got spicy. We got to open a window in here, you Okay. Guys. Here, wait. Let me read my funny thing. Yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, it's now time to find your spot on the couch, crack an ice cold duff, and listen to a word from our sponsors. Don't have a cow, man. We'll be right back with more Spoiler Alert here on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sonia, Sean, and Jeremy. We are going to get back to talking about The Simpsons in just a minute. But, um, hey guys, do you know, um, do you happen to know the time or what time um, it is? It's game time. Just finished. Oh! That was a great one. I didn't know where you are going with it, but I liked it when we I got didn't there. either. <laughs> For those who don't know, if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend most of my week looking up a, a title of something related to our topic that these two have not seen. I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. And I tell them what it's really about. We all have a good laugh. Ha, ha, ha. title this week of the Simpsons movie. <laughs> <laughs> if only. What could that be about? Uh, so, a quick hint. This is an episode of the Simpsons. Oh. So, that is that is what we're doing. Mm. All right. Okay. Okay. The title is... Todd, Todd, why hast thou forsaken me? <laughs> that title again. Todd, Todd, why hast thou forsaken me? Um. Well, I believe it is about the Flanders progeny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd and the other one. Rod. Rod. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember Todd, but not Rod. Um. Anyway, maybe Todd gets... Um, a pet of some sort, a snake, a rat, and he names it Todd Todd. Um, and then in caring for Todd Todd, um, he maybe loses him, and then he uh, starts doubting his belief in Jesus, which they love, and is really big in the Flanders household, and really just starts unraveling his belief system. Oh, that's wow. sad. Yeah. Poor Dang. Todd. Yeah, Todd. Poor Todd. <laughs> Poor Todd. <laughs> Poor Todd Todd. Poor Todd. I think the episode, Todd, Todd, Why Hast Thou Forsaken Me? Yep. Is, uh, well, kind of similar to Sean. I also, there's a medium chance I've seen this episode. I don't oh, know, I'd because, like, I'm trying to, th- like, I'm going to say what I think it is, but I'm like, it, am I just saying a different episode? Mm-hmm. That's not, anyway. I think Todd, uh, becomes friends with Bart 
and becomes a bad kid mm-hmm. and strays from the Christian flock. No. And it just causes a real crisis of faith for Ned, and he doesn't know what to do. And, you know, Todd Todd, why has thou forsaken me? Todd Todd. Todd Todd. That is an episode. Uh-huh. It is not this one. Okay, great. Yeah. I'm glad. Uh, wow. It is now occurring to me how often Todd uh, just gets, his faith gets thrown up against the fence in the, the sense that <laughs> yeah. seems to happen That's the role he fills, apparently. Um, it is the most recent episode of The Simpsons. It aired on <gasps> Sunday. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, it uh, it was about, you know, watch it if you're... Anyway, um, Maude died, as we all know. Right. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, and it's about him... Like 1994. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, when did Maude die? That was uh, a very explosive episode. It's me. about him losing his faith uh, oh. because of uh, his mom. And Ned has some dreams with Maude in it, and... Todd tries to, and he can't see her, and all these different oh, things. Oh, that sounds so uh, sad. I didn't watch it. I just read about it on the... That's fair. And uh, it seems to be a Flanders-heavy, Flanders-family-heavy episode, and eventually um, Homer and Bart get brought in, and uh, there's some incidents with some near-death experiences. God is portrayed once again, and uh, everything's you know wrapped up in a neat little package, and the credits roll. Oh my god. Do you guys remember where you were when Maude died? No, I literally have no idea. Mm. Um, in that- front of the TV, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Circle gets the square. My, oh my, my square TV. Um, this episode of The Game is, of course, brought to you by the biggest theater in town, the I- the Kramer IMAX Theater at the Saskatchewan Science Center. Ooh, the bears. Did you guys hear about those bears? Ooh, spirit bears. The rarest bears The rarest, rarest bears. bears of all. <laughs> You guys, if you don't think I want to get some eyes on these big bears, you got another thing coming. You know what? It's not often that you get to see a bear projected bigger than a bear actually is. A bear the size of school buses. (laughs) (laughs) Is that fact drilled into every society? (laughs) The only thing I know is a school bus. What's what's something they know the height of? Ah, A school bus. (laughs) (laughs) Bear, honestly. (laughs) Well. Also, I just very pleasantly remember the episode of The Simpsons where um, ho- they get lost in the woods. I forget exactly how. Something happens to their car. And then um, Lisa and Marge think that Maggie has gone with Bart and Homer. And Homer and, and Bart think that Maggie l- was stayed behind with Marge and Lisa. And instead, Lisa get, er, <laughs> Lisa, Maggie gets lost in the woods. And then some bears find her, and then she becomes, like, the leader of the bears. Like, they (laughs) care for her, but then by the end, she's sort of in charge. And that's very cute. They go and, like, steal all the toys in the woods and bring Mm -hmm. them to her. Like, all the toys in the campground. Maggie's a great character. And I love when they show, like, in episodes where it's the future, and she's, like, a teenager. Yes. But she still is, like, dead. Like, she's quiet. Or, Mm -hmm. like, she doesn't say anything. And, like, they're, like... Maggie, with her beautiful voice, is going to sing us a song, <laughs> and she's like about to sing, and then she's interrupted. Yeah, it's really funny. Or yeah. like she's going to talk, but her mouth is full, so mm-hmm. Mark makes her chew and swallow her food before she can talk. But she it's did a, say one word, bag. right? She said one word. Uh, I forget what the word was, but it was what? spoken by Elizabeth Taylor. Oh yeah. What? Uh, didn't or no? Bart's first word was dad. Right or wasn't that Maggie's first word? Was maybe dad? it was dad? Yeah, I think so. Dad, and that's yeah. You hear her speak. She says dad, dad. Oh yeah. 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 Was There's that spoken by Elizabeth Taylor? Yeah. For real. Elizabeth's cool in that it. little name. <laughs> well, this is actually quite an quite an apt moment for us to be talking about this because I would like to know who's your favorite character. Hmm. Even though I was just talking about Maggie, I think Lisa has to be my favorite yeah. character. Uh, I'm probably looking at a bit of a Lisa girl over here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't know. I, she, I don't know. I, she was just like she's smart and she is funny and she's very capable. Mm-hmm. And I liked that she would sometimes try to change her image like extremely yeah. or like try to like fit in or like do something different, um, usually to terrible results. But I really enjoyed that about her. Look, I, uh, I couldn't think of one, so I gave myself categories. I love it. Yeah, okay. That's so, classic. Uh, number one is one that was should have been on forever that had to get cut off for sad reasons, and that's Troy McClure, uh, Phil Hartman. Oh, you know, no. it's it's so pure. And Did, do you think my tr- Phil Hartman voice was okay? It was solid. Yeah, you no, paid him great. great. Yeah, and uh, fun fact: great uh, Tro- er, F- Troy McClure. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it's Phil, perfect. Phil Hartman was also supposed to play Zap Brannigan oh. on Futurama. They had this whole thing set up, and uh, they weren't sure when he died if they were going to keep going or not, which is just gut-wrenching. Uh, my favorite one-time character, you ask? Uh, I did. Oh, character? Yeah, sure. Hank Scorpio. I was going to guess oh, that. I was just about to so say, is good. it Hank Scorpio? It is. He's so funny. Yes, it's so crazy, and... Uh, the whole episode I love where you it's like slowly like is he a Bond villain and yeah, he is and a Bond villain <laughs> oh yeah but it's all like it. in the background of like Homer's real life yeah and mm-hmm. he just doesn't know this yeah at all um my favorite one that I assume is still on because mm-hmm. I actually didn't um I like a lot uh Professor Fink mm-hmm. I think he's very funny but he is tied with groundskeeper <laughs> Willie oh yeah because he is so ridiculous and like he has the best lines. Grease me up, woman. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> I the like, crawfy the vents. It sounds so good when you just say it like that too. <laughs> Grease me, me up, woman. But he also just and his like whenever his like oh. overalls like fall off and he's got like a rocking bottom. <laughs> yeah, just oh. all the time. It's so Grounds funny to me. Keeper Willie can can get it. Or like his yeah, kilt flies so. up yeah. and everyone's always like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Just absolutely insane French characters. Yeah. Um, honorable mention to Comic Book Guy. If uh, we're doing oh, yeah. a, a full town. <laughs> Comic Book Guy was so prescient in terms of just like how mainstream that character would become, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I know Comic Book Guy obviously existed and they were parodying, parodying an existing thing. But I just don't know. Oh, yeah, like Comic Book Guy is, I think, have existed forever. Like oh, you mean like, like you're, just, you're just talking about like a stereotypical Comic Book yeah, Guy? Yeah, and okay, just yeah. How, how large I feel like that figure now looms in our culture wow, i don't i think it's quite uh yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding oh my god looked at me with i didn't fully hear you no humor. I did, it's because i didn't hear you so i was like flagellate much i was like i mean i i relate to comic book guy in a few ways um yes sean you're correct you are sitting near a lisa gal um how could i not i started watching mm-hmm. the simpsons when i was little like when i was basically lisa aged and i just was like Oh, like she, I feel like she's a very good role model for eight-year-old girls. Honestly, you just put she's on your not strapless dress. I know what she wears is truly insane. They're weird. Like I love that's part of the magic of just the show. Also, pearls though. And a the fact that it dress. never falls down. Well, it's just the, just how weird it looks mm-hmm. if you think about it, especially in those early seasons. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yes, Lisa for sure. I do have. I found that rewatching these episodes as an adult, I have an appreciation for Marge that I never did. Mm. Marge contains multitudes. Like she's oh, yeah. deeply underappreciated. Marge is very funny. I and just she's watched so funny. Um, in this uh, the last episode of season thirty <laughs> that I watched, or the one episode I guess mm-hmm. was Marge um, starts hosting Tupperware parties, and her friend makes her over. So much that everyone thinks she's a drag queen. And so they, <laughs> they all think they're going to drag Tupperware parties, and they're all like, she's so fab. Oh, and my God. <laughs> it's so did, funny. Did RuPaul come And RuPaul made an appearance. Oh, and then she's RuPaul's introducing all the drag queens. She's like, and then she's like, and the mysterious Waylon. Which is <laughs> fully Mr. Smithers yeah. in a way. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really I'm going to see if I can find a picture of that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sorry. Also, Patty and Selma are so funny. Like, I remember as a kid thinking that they, I just like, I think was scared of them because they're so mean. Oh, yeah. But they are so funny. <laughs> like, that's a very funny character. I did find it. <laughs> I just said there was. The picture story. of Homer in drag is also quite something. Oh, yeah. Funny. Homer does drag to win Marge back at the end. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, really good. Is that Marge and drag? No, that's uh, Waylon. Oh, <laughs> he's beautiful. The mysterious Waylon. Um, I guess it worked. Okay, well, I bet Jeremy won't have a simple answer to this question either, but what's your favorite episode or one of them? Mm. I, I've, I, I what already, are your categories? I already alluded Category to one, is. and that way I could sneak it Category in. Category is? Uh, which is You Only Move Twice. Yeah. With, yeah, uh, which so I think is good. great. Uh, I think Camp Krusty is my favorite, mm. just because uh, the whole sort of two-story thing of, like, Marge and Homer, like, really putting the relationship in front of everything mm-hmm. and like getting healthy and all these good things happening and then the children just becoming feral yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh you know there's the, the iconic moment of don't be the boy don't be the boy don't be the boy and then his gut just grows back it's wonderful yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah uh so yeah that's my favorite 
It's really yeah. fun. Um, I time? really, this is the one that I've seen a million times. Mm-hmm. It was like one, something that's always playing, but Marge versus the Monorail. Ah, me too. It's so fun. And I like when it, open, yeah. when it opens with that Flintstones like opening, <laughs> it's like, I feel like I, I would always just like, I'm about to hit a chestnut tree. Ah! <laughs> it's like, I will, I will sing basically that line anytime. Um, yeah, it's just very funny. Do we love it because of the music? <laughs> well, then they do a good music number at the like, end when the monorail man. Do we love it man. because it's the music man? <laughs> uh, the, I think that's part of it. I think so. Because like uh, the whole Mr. Burns thing with the the puppy coat, mm. like that's dark. Like that is, I know it's exact rip off of 101 Dalmatians. I fully get that, which is also mm-hmm. another children's story. Mm-hmm. But then. See my vest. See my vest. Wait, like, real like, gorilla chest? You know. That's something that I sing to myself often. Like, <laughs> it will get stuck in my head. Yeah, it's just replaced the, yeah, real, absolutely. the real lyrics. Ugh. Also, Mr. Burns is a very fascinating character. Like, he gets some really good lines. Well, at some point, like, and again, I'm really only familiar with half of what we're talking yeah. about. But eventually, you have to start, like, giving some depth to Ralph Wiggum. Right. Right? Like, you've got to. And uh, when... In the episode when Bart befriends Ralph and we start learning about his life and mm-hmm. maybe why the things they are or are the way they are or when he falls in love with Lisa, he becomes mm-hmm. a really interesting, real kind of kid. Yeah. Right? Like, he, there's things you can see that are happening. Totally. And also, a new, newly fledged meme queen. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, a lot of like my uh, my coworker always literally every day will be like I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> if something's going wrong. <laughs> His voice is also very very funny. Yeah. Um, cute fact: the first message that I ever sent boyfriend of the show on Tinder wow. was a GIF of Ralph waving. Because <laughs> wow. I didn't know what to say. He reminded me. I thought me you were gonna say night. I choose you, choose you, and I was like, Sonia, please. That's, that would be no. a little early. That's, can you unswipe? God, <laughs> you can. And it's happened to me many times. Um, should we talk about the movie? We can. Is that is that the sentiment? I mean, it's a long episode of The Simpsons. Truly, it fully is. Yeah, it, it was too long. Mm-hmm. There were things that they thought were really good that weren't. Spider I don't. Pig? Like, uh, yeah. Spider Pig is the only long lasting yeah. thing from Because the, the whole point was that the city gets domed. Yeah, I just rewatched it because I did? didn't remember oh anything. God. The animation is so weird because I think they made it to be released in 3D. Uh, in 2007? Yeah, it was because it's, it's fully digitally made, right? Yeah, yeah. So it looks just, it does, ha- it has that uncanny feature mm. where you're like, this, it's right, but it's not right. It's super right. HD, especially because I've been watching early seasons, so the um, contrast is there. This, this is sort of a sidebar to the movie thing. We can go back to that. Mm-hmm. I cannot watch this show yeah. at all. Yeah. Like I cannot do it. Not anymore. old episodes, no, even. I can't. I we at work over lunch. We watched a few, and after that, I was like, I can't do. I why? I I don't know, and mm. I think it's just because when I watch it. And we, I don't know, we're going to change topics. It just got so bad for yeah. me. And I, I know that, like, for a long time I was in the butter zone of who they were making it for, yeah. and I'm now out of that. Mm-hmm. But it just, I just completely lost it. It's crazy. Like, over 30 years, like, people that fully watched it as children are now, like, the people in charge, basically. Yeah. And yeah. it just, like, to watch something new seems, it seems like a different show. Like, it just, They've lost whatever was going. Yeah. And well, it just... For real. Like, each episode has, like, two different plots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, how can you possibly keep making, you know, Homer do this thing that you're like... Don't. Yeah, it's Im- it's impossible to mm-hmm. keep up. Now, it still does make me laugh. Like, a lot of those old standbys, mm-hmm. I will, like, laugh at against my own will in a way like Homer getting hit with something and then saying dough mm -hmm. still makes me laugh because it hits that basic spot Sideshow Bob getting hit by rake after rake after rake is funny it's funny forever for us to talk Ooh. about, <laughs> but well, if Jeremy I, just got hit by a rake so hard, <laughs> it was funny. But if I watch it, I can't. Like I can't. That's fair. Yeah, I just can't do it anymore. But and I, yeah, that particular yeah. gag really that reminds me of old Simpsons where it was like. They they just loved a good gag mm-hmm. where you stop like when you can stop laughing and then start back up again mm-hmm. and like their the couch and the chalkboard gags mm-hmm. were something that I was very impressed with yes like that is very fun mm-hmm. um, but you know maybe they just should release those 
in Instagram. Yeah, it sort of feels like, okay, you did what you needed to do. Why are you still on TV? I, I don't think there is any show in existence that should be more than 10 seasons. What? Top 30 to years? Dynasty, baby. 30 years of 20-plus episodes? Yeah. I, like, I just... Like, what could possibly be good that long? I don't know. And you look at the... That's grinding. hard to hear, you guys. I'm 32. <laughs> yeah. But, Sean... It, every episode kidding. is different. <laughs> right. You look at the graining formula of, because he's made Futurama. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen. He's made Love. Disenchanted. I don't know like. if you've seen. Oh, I, I did not like Cannot do it. I, I know a lot of it. people don't like it. I'm, yeah. I'm medium. Um, but I think Futurama, at this point, is a more successful yeah. full package to me. And I can rewatch it, and there's things I enjoy. And it still does that same, has all those same mechanisms. But at this point, like, you know, oh, Lisa's like Bart's going to college now mm-hmm. because we're out of ideas. You know, right. like it's just like, are you going to make a episode about comic book bi- book guy's son? Like, is that where we're at? Right. Here? Is this Coronation Street? Like, what <laughs> right. Woodwatch. But then, and this is where that like outside of time thing kind of is turned. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. the other side of that coin, which is like, there's only so much quote unquote mm-hmm. evolution that can happen mm-hmm. because the they're stagnant. Mm-hmm. Can get into. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. The Simpsons. Apparently, that's we felt a Simpsons. lot of ways about that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Simpsons. That's it. Um, all right, should we go into a quick round of what you're watching? We can, but I'm going to talk about the same thing I've been talking about for weeks, and now I'm going to talk about it with Sean. Oh, fun! I feel like I know what you're going to say. How far through Watchmen are you, Sean? I have watched three episodes. It is so. Good. It's incredible. Oh my! It God. really is. And nobody told me that Regina King was the star. She's this is, was, oh, she's absolutely. This the star. is oh, a big surprise. And to she me. is a. I am afraid of her. Oh, she's like, so she, like, good. Uh, like as you should be. Oh my God! It's it's even worse than, like, uh, oh. She just had did it a very intense. Um, takedown of a well, maybe I should. Well, okay, this, <laughs> um, of a, a a person had a bomb strapped to them, and she mm-hmm. took them out in a very shocking way. <laughs> that I like basically like fell off my couch watching. Yeah, um, okay, I'm gonna. So, spoiler alert, just in case. Sean, did yes. you see a man slide into a sewer? Um, no. Okay. No, I, I gotta hold off. I gotta hold off. Next I week we'll also have only watched two episodes still, because <sighs> I'm the degenerate. Oh my You're god. What do you think of it? I love it. It's the <laughs> same as, I, st- I haven't watched any more than last time we talked about it, so. How, how, how do you do that, though? How, how do you keep I've yourself been, from... I've been watching a lot of Boy Meets World still, and I'm still. not proud of that, but I, <laughs> now I'm in it, so. Okay, that's fair. I'm I not out till they get to college. <laughs> oh no. There's only like seven seasons, though, so I'm halfway through. I... It's a disease. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put the crown on hold because now I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm fully invested in Wawa. Uh, I, I, I may have said this before on the radio, I'm not sure. I have a friend who lives in a different territory, mm-hmm. and uh, we have scheduled a weekly call to oh, talk about the show. To That's cute. Because it is getting so intense, and you guys, like... I can't predict anything that's happening. And oh, you love that, don't oh you? Oh my God, it's so good. And oh, that's Jeremy's dream, honestly. You got like, honestly, any problem you have with any show is in some way resolved by this, and it's about class and racism and mm-hmm. fear and terror and all of these interesting things, and it's so well boxed and put together. Yeah, like there's a master thesis in here. And I love a ton of people. I do love that they also just drop like terms and that you're like i don't know what that means but then they like nobody does a stupid like in this year this happened so this is why our world is like this anymore Mm -hmm. you just like are kind of like slowly figuring out what happened in this Mm -hmm. like kind of alternate history it's really fun yeah i love that version that type of world building and just like if because they do like foreshadow so much and sometimes you're like why are we watching race riots right now and for five episodes you get no Mm. You get nothing. But when you find out why, mm-hmm. it is incredible. The writing, the way that they've put the world together. Oh, I wish we could talk about it, you guys. You I'm guys sorry. I'll get, we'll, get oh we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Holy cow. Oh. <laughs> I've never seen Jeremy, uh, I've Jeremy not have a critical thing ground. to say about a piece of media. Uh, I'm shocked right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's this so is good. shocking. Sean, so what good. are you watching? Um, so... 
I just um, I went to Knives Out this weekend. Yeah, oh, yes. lucky. Um, it is very fun. It's um, Ryan Johnson is the, the director mm-hmm. uh, of Looper and The Last Star Wars, and he did this sort of. Um, it's like a campy like whodunit that is so pleasing and fun and i just like i felt like a warm blanket and like so don johnson is in the watchman and he's Mm -hmm. a very different character than he is in this where he plays like a a boozy rich like house husband and he's so funny and the cast is really jacked it Mm -hmm. is who do we got we got tony collette we got uh jamie lee curtis we got chris evans um and they're all members of this family where the patriarch um, is a very successful author, and he has his birthday, but then that evening commits suicide. <gasps> but it is ruled foul play by <gasps> this very cartoony, southern-voiced Daniel Craig, who's like an inspector. Uh, and then, so he's he blames one of the family, and then they all are outrageous, like, larger-than-life people. Uh, and then the, it's kind of held together. The only straight man is this actress named Anna de Armas, who plays his nurse, and she's, like, the only good person in the entire film. And uh, so it's kind of her dealing with all of these outrageous people. Um, and she also has a disease where if she tells a lie, she, she barfs. <laughs> that is Honestly, really I think in- I have that. <laughs> it's really integral to the plot. That's a thing. I, um, I get and it's just so fun. And also... Um, all the clues are there. Like at the end, Ooh, you're like, it was right in front of me, and I love. Well, I'm that. glad you told me that before I go see it. Yeah, because oh. it, I hate when they're like, you didn't know that this, mm-hmm. this, this, mm-hmm. and we're like, well, great. Anyway, Plus. you all should go see it because it's so well performed and it's really fun. Nice. That sounds awesome. I have nothing interesting to <laughs> talk about world? that I've been watching that I haven't already talked about. <coughs> Boy Meets World, Simpsons, um, uh, 90 Day Fiance. I do have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, and it is about what you've been watching. Yeah. Have they fixed Disney Plus? Uh, they have added a couple of features. Mm-hmm. So they did add... Oh, what was it? Well, no. They actually added one and then either something went wrong or they took it away because... At one point, I logged into the app, and it had the continue watching mm-hmm. panel. You're like, oh, my God. And I got so, so excited, and then now it's gone again. And But now, at least, it will tell you what the last episode you were watching of something was. So there is a little resume button at the top. But do you have to, like, then go and, like, click up, down, left, right until you get to where you were? Or yeah, you get you, to click resume, and then it takes you back to... You click resume, and then it just starts playing. So if you were literally at the end of an episode, it won't always show you... The next episode it'll show you like if you click resume it'll start that episode over again that you most recently watched yeah. Disney, i don't I understand was. how was your experience i a liter- i just used it this weekend and yeah i would go in i'd have to type simpsons into yeah. the search bar every time it wasn't popping up it was like this is getting ridiculous it's mm. insane it took me a long time and then yeah episode ends oh search 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 forever to try and get back hmm Sorry. So, Disney, we're calling you out. Well, honestly, a lot of these services are bad. Yeah. Like, Netflix is, is relatively it's, easy to yeah. get around, and, yeah. you know, they've set the bar. Yeah, but Crave, Crave is, is not to... easy. No, it's not. Oh, my God. And if you and want Prime... to Out TV, you guys, is oh, awesome. out TV jacked is, up as yeah. Disney+. Plus. Uh, Prime does the worst of all, mm. where it will show you something you can't watch. And oh, then it's like, yes, if it you want to watch it, but that's you need on purpose. To. I know, but I don't care. That's for that. rude. That's it's because really they have all those extra things you can subscribe to. Yeah, and, and that's so yeah, just, it will. Yeah, do that no, too. I have I have hard quit on some Prime because it's like, oh, I want to watch Watchmen the movie, and nope, no, you can't. You got to sign up for whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how they get you. Thanks yeah, a lot, Jeff you. Bezos. Oh. Ooh. Wow. And with that spit, (laughs) that's all we have for this week. Uh, We would like to give a shout-out to Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna, my lovely co-hosts, Sean and Jer, everyone here at CGTR, and to you, our beloved listeners. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Thursdays at noon, and is available as a podcast on CGTR's website and anywhere else you get your podcasts. My Electric is up next. Bye! Bye!